Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Welcome to Cut to the Chase. Today is Monday, the 7th of August. I'm Daniel Lam, your host for the podcast. We've been getting questions from investors as well as internal colleagues about the implications on U.S. assets from the Fitch downgrade. Now, we spoke briefly about this in the podcast last Thursday, but we'll dig deeper today. It's very important to note that the Fitch downgrade is not likely to force most bond market investors to sell U.S. treasuries. Now, the majority of institutional investment mandates have been changed since the 2011 U.S. downgrade by S&P. Now, those mandates now refer to U.S. Treasuries specifically as the risk-free asset when determining asset allocation limits. So that's a major change from previous rules that dictated holdings of AAA-rated assets. Yet, even if there were to be bond market participants who decided to sell Treasuries in response to the Fitch downgrade, there are actually very few AAA-rated alternatives in the U.S. fixed-income markets that they could turn to. And it only includes a handful of corporate bond issuers. Now, also note that while we believe the impact on U.S. equities would be limited, this downgrade may provide a catalyst for some investors to rotate the exposure from U.S. equities which is looking relatively expensive and also faces technical resistances on the charts, and then rotating that into equities from other regions, such as those in Hong Kong, China. Now, one of the key reasons why we believe Hong Kong, China equities is likely to outperform in the near term is because the Chinese economic surprise indicator is at its lowest level over the last five years barring the first half of 2020 when COVID-19 broke out, and the government is likely to increase its policy support. Meanwhile, U.S. economic surprise have been strong in the first half this year, but the bar is high to beat to produce further positive surprise. So the latest example would be the U.S. non-farm payroll, which increased by less than anticipated in July, rising by 187,000 versus the expected 200,000. In addition, the June increase was revised down from 209,000 to 185,000. However, the pace of increase of average hourly earnings was unchanged, which surprised the upside because the expectations was a deceleration and the household survey showed greater resilience as well. So net-net economic data in the U.S. is slowing down, but it remains relatively resilient. So this condition is paving the way for a mild correction in U.S. equities, but not a major sell-off. And this also creates a potential environment for Chinese equities to deliver our performance in the near term. So that is all from me for today. As always, 
If you enjoy this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening, and we wish you a happy day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.